0: Welcome to Date Night Podcast.
1: A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya.
0: Let's explore a whole new world together.
1: Last we saw Dern, he had boarded the Thundercloud with Griffin the Gif to make his way to the mainland from uh, Lamosh. So... Dern, you've made your way back across uh, the Bacarian Sea, this time not on an orcish slaver ship tossed to and fro by uh, sickening waves, but this time on the thundercloud, which moves at an incredible speed and...
2: Has sickening turbulence.
1: Also incredible heights, which uh, <laughs> probably for you causes the view to be much the same as it was on your previous journey, mainly that of the inside of a ship. Uh, at least Hopefully this time, it smells better. Yeah, it's a private room rather than one with all those smells of other ship and uh, pits. captured <laughs> folks with you. Um, I guess real quick, what's the time on the ship been like? Have you been by yourself in your room? Have you taken meals in the galley? Have you spent any time talking to the crew?
2: Well, I was already kind of antisocial, so I would say that I would have. Been as alone as possible. I would have eaten something, but uh,
1: probably not in the galley. Okay. So it's been kind of a lonely trip, just uh, you able to th- think a little bit about some of the events that have transpired in the past few weeks that have caused you to uh, leave your party and start heading back to the mainland. Uh, you've been told that you're going to be docking first in a place called Cliffshire, There's a number of passengers on board who are, um, they were merchants who were spending time in Albagula while it was at rest because it was a really good place to trade, but now that Albagula's gone back to the sea, uh, they're headed back to their homes, and many of those can either get there from Cliffshire, and a few of them even lived there. Um, Griffin also plans to take on supplies. Uh, when he lands there, so that's kind of the itinerary uh you know Cliffshire is not far from uh it's it's fairly far from Kufo. The closest thing nearby to it was an old uh mine uh that you had spent some time at um earlier in your uh story before we picked up with you at the at the temple during our episode zero. Uh, So you go ahead and land in Cliffshire uh, with the thundercloud and you see uh, basically a a halfling city built into the side of a cliff near the coast between, um, there's a big bay between kind of the area where Kufo is and a few uh, other parts of the mainland and the 10,000 cities and this is on one of the harbors on that bay on the south side, on the same side as Cufo. So you land there, you can see that there are lots of pulleys and platforms built into the side of the cliff where the halflings have uh, halfling holes kind of built into the land there to enter from the that side. A few bigger structures up on the top of the cliff where it flattens out and some more... Ramshackle type structures actually down built on the coast on the beach, and then like big caravans of uh, traders and wagons and things all near the harbor with pretty nice pavilions and tents and things set up around there too. Um, as you get a bird's eye view, you also see one sort of uh, out of place building near the harbor there, like a huge mansion among all of the other things that seem fairly temporary. And up top on uh, cliff top. You can also see a hippogriff roosts um, and some uh, really large looking inns and some of the fancier buildings in town it seems like that's about the view you get as uh, you come in and you feel the ship descend and land down near down near the coast in between uh, coastside and the the ocean. Griffin uh, I don't know, would you? I guess you're outside uh, when all that occurred, or you could have just been looking out the porthole in your cabin. I guess if if you were, Griffin would come your way and kind of say, "Um, well, D- Dern, we're ready to um, uh, dock here. We're going to stay here for for a little while." All right. Uh, just wanted to thank you for the the, the free passage here and. Oh, no, no, no. It it wasn't free, not at all. Um, you did a very good... <laughs> uh, uh, really drummed up a lot of business for me when we were back in Albagula. And I, I appreciate it, and I, I needed to come here anyway, bring most of these folks as, as where they wanted to, to have passage, and honestly, um, this is probably a pretty good place to pick up some supplies. You, I'm planning to... To take them back to La not really a trader, you understand, but they need goods and (laughs) you really don't have to be that savvy to sell food to refugees or weapons to desperate militias. So I'm not pretending to be doing good by them, but we all have something to gain by me going back, I think. Uh, But I'll be here probably most of a week. I've got to go. Take the skiff out. Uh, pick up some powder, uh, not too far from here. Um, if you need a place to stay, you're welcome to continue to use your cabin here until you leave, or or until we leave. Or um, uh, if not, I suppose this this would be goodbye. Dern holds out his hand and just shakes the. Okay. And reaches out his big, uh, meaty hippopotamus folk hand <laughs> and gives it a shake I feel the need to give as firm a grip as possible just to not okay. feel intimidated make a strength check <laughs> well, that's going to be an 11 hey I, I rolled an 11 plus like 3 so yeah. a little tighter grip Compar- but comparable respectable okay. <laughs> alright then um, well uh, do you need any help getting any of your supplies off no I think I can manage alright then Good luck with whatever it is that you do. And if you decide uh, uh, you need to go back or need an airship at any time, I dock in Cliffshire at least once every few months. Appreciate it. All right. And he starts ordering some of his crew around and kind of turns the other way and gets back to work.
2: Remind me, it's been, as far as our time goes, it's been a few months. Right. Uh, I'm headed... Where ultimately no, it wasn't back to Kufo. It was yeah.
1: You kind of had a moment with uh uh your, At Atlanta. Well, yeah, with At Atlanta, but it was more with your wrestling with yourself and kind of your vows and trying to understand if you had broken them, when you had, you know, you had broken some laws, and that was giving you a lot of uh, angst. You tried to return and seek the judgment with Albadullah, but it went off into the sea before you had a chance to serve your, uh, your time that you were given by the uh, judge there. So you just kind of decided that while you were with the party, you did things that were suspect for you, and you thought you had to leave for a little while. But I don't think it was – it was kind of clear that you weren't ready to go back to the temple yet, and you weren't sure if you should – but it was seemed more like you were looking for maybe a place to think things over um, and make a decision about what you wanted to do. Um, at Atlanta I had kind of told you, you know, sometimes uh, balance is not just about law, which was maybe something hard for you to hear. Your temple was definitely more about the importance of sticking to the law. So those are kind of in conflict, I would think, still um, for Dern at this point. That was probably a quick catch-up. Fair enough. All right. So
2: I guess I exit the ship and head into the the town.
1: All right. Yeah, um, when you exit the ship, you are in or closest to the two sections of the town that are down on the coast. You're kind of in between uh, hillside, which is uh, next to where the harbor is. And that's the place with like the trade caravans, temporary lodgings, uh, for the most part, pavilions, tents and things like that. Real quick, uh, one more I'm sorry yeah. to
2: interrupt. One more point of order. I'm assuming on the ship I got a long
1: rest. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you would have been on there. Because I was I was at death's door when we probably last time. Uh, it wouldn't take that long to get across on the on the airship. It's pretty quick, but probably still like four days or okay. something. Ten four. Uh, no, just four. Uh. And uh, you're in between hillside and coastside. Coastside is the flat area um, where most of the uh, kind of haphazard and slapdash buildings of the the town are. It looks kind of like a slum-type area. Um, that's where you get off the ship. You can see the majority of people here are halfling, uh, but near the harbor there's all different kinds of sorts, but kind of in the city proper, it's it's mostly halflings. Um, is there any, what would be your first point of business, I guess, after finding yourself in a new, unfamiliar town?
2: Well, let me probably go get some food and provisions and get ready for the long trek up to, not Kufo, but... The, the greater Kufu metropolitan area, I guess. Yeah, would be okay.
1: Um, all right. So you're going to probably try to track down something like a tavern, someplace you could get some food. Yeah. Let's go okay. there. Um, as you wander around for a while in the slums, you do come across a couple of places. Uh, there's a really um, like a small timbered building with very poorly thatched roof uh, looks like it's a dirt floor Leading into it It's got a very weathered sign From the salt water of the sea That says the sages rose uh, That would be the first Probably tavern that you would come across Is that a place you Looks a little uh, Worse for wear Sounds about right Okay <laughs> um, So you Wander inside It, it is a dirt floor covered in straw. Uh, and there's an innkeeper. It's a short female halfling. Um, who's just kind of lounging over to the side of the inn. There's not too many people inside, uh, at, at this point in time in the tavern part of the, uh, inn. looks kind of like a slow time of day maybe. And she's just kind of got a big, uh, floppy hat kind of pulled down over her face, tilted back on two legs of her chair, uh, Up against the wall.
2: I'll sidle on up to the bar and
1: ale. All right, she tilts forward on her chair and says, uh, "Ah, it'll be a ale then." I, fine, fine. She goes over, fills one up. Um, just make a quick insight check. Uh. Am I profi- I am proficient. Wow. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. She actually looks over like your get-up in here. The shiny armor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and looks a little bit uncomfortable. But that's about all you pick up on her there. Ah, so um, what brings you to Cliffshire then, hey? I swear we docked.
2: Just passing through, really.
1: Oh, oh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense, I guess. Well, um, here's an ale. That'll be a silver piece. At eight, flipper one. All right. Um. So you, the ale's kind of watered down, not particularly good. You've I'm, had. I'm not picky. It's all ale. You've had halfling uh, ale before, and this is not one of the better ones. That's. Uh, that they brew, but it's something. It's better than water. Better than some of the things you've been drinking uh, while you're in moche too.
2: Sorry, I'm looking for my inventory that I apparently okay. misplaced from
1: last time. All right. Um, let's go over to Trixie for a little bit. Trixie.
2: Your name's Trixie. Oh.
1: We left you last uh still invisible, having left uh, a mansion, right? Mm-hmm. And you were uh what if anything were you planning on doing next?
0: I'm looking around. Okay. Was was there anybody there still or no?
1: Outside the mansion? Yes. It was that was in the uh, harbor area, so there were a lot of different um, races of people bustling around. Looks oh, like a were, lot of traders, caravan guards.
0: They were still there. Like that. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to try and pickpocket someone
1: <laughs> okay. for the fun of it. All right, just do quick a. Uh, we're going to be fast friends. Do aren't a we? perception check real quick. <laughs>
0: Nineteen.
1: Okay. You see that there's a one ship that was in the harbor that looks much fancier than most of the other ones. It mm-hmm. looks almost like a, a flagship out of an um, actual fleet rather than just trading ships. And you see that there's a lot of servants and things going to and fro with a bunch of luggage in and out of this ship. Um, looks like even based on just the way the servants are dressed. There's some pretty wealthy folks around. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of hang around the the line of them moving supplies off of the ship and into town, um, find a likely mark, and make a sleight of hand attempt. Twelve. Okay. With that, uh, you... S- just start to pull um the string on one of the servant's pouches uh the he notices grabs for the pouch looks around doesn't see anybody near him and restrings it tight and he looks back over his shoulder um to the other person who's helping him carry this trunk they're kind of walking in a line and he's got his hand his other hand behind holding the handle and he says Watch your pockets. And they just keep walking.
0: I go find somebody else.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I rolled a flat 18 plus stuff.
1: What are you... You're looking for somebody else yes. or... Okay. Um, you find in, instead of a cer- one of the servants this time, you think you might have better luck making a shot. It actually looks like somebody who's maybe one of the noble folks or mm-hmm. part of the family traveling... Um, It's a teenage girl, very fancy uh, uh, get-up, and she's very loose, seemingly, with her purse and the way that she's walking and trying to look impressive. (laughs) What's that? Alone. Okay, this time... (laughs) You make a grab to try and get inside her purse. And despite the fact that she doesn't look like she's paying too much attention, she's got a tight grip on it. And when you go to snag the whole thing away from her, it pulls her toward you. And one of the guards who's walking in the group spots uh, this occurring as she shouts out that somebody's trying to steal from her.
0: I'm going to... Hide or whatever? (laughs) Stealth away?
1: Stealth away. Well, you're invisible, so you are currently hidden. So you...
0: Okay.
1: I mean, not hidden. You are currently unseen, so you can make an attempt to hide. Yes. You can roll a stealth check at advantage because you're invisible. (gasps)
0: Uh... Sorry, so that's my mod plus my proficiency thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Not Nat 20.
1: Okay. Um, You seemingly find a place where you, even though you're hidden, you duck next to um, or behind like a barrel so that even as people are feeling around, it seems like a place where nobody's going to just walk over you Mm -hmm. um, near the dock, but you hear that they're kind of... uh, on the down low a little bit, but as people are going by, you hear people are talking about how there's somebody going after purses here in the area, and just keep them tucked tight.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to leave the area because I also don't know how long it's been since.
1: Yeah, and you don't probably have a good idea how long this lasts unless nope. you want to roll an arcana check to see if you have. Sure. Nope. <laughs> you don't. You don't know how long this effect uh, is going to continue. Okay. All right. Um, Where would you go anywhere after that?
0: No, just wander off.
1: Okay. About this time, uh, Warden, you came in uh, here near the harbor and uh, uh, with your caravan, uh, I don't know, were you traveling with anybody on this trip to Cliffshire or... Is so something you were kind uh, of
3: so going alone? lone journey,
1: yeah. Um, keeping it on the down low a little yeah. bit, okay. So, uh, you arrive just with your um, your single wagon, uh, figure out that this is pretty much where people camp when they arrive in town. Uh, you could leave your stuff there at a stables and try and find an inn or a hotel, uh, that'll be up to you. One of the first things you notice when you're in town is the same big flagship. Um, you recognize the uh, the crests that's flying um, on the flag. The sails are down, but as the Grey Castle one, mm-hmm. um, and it it's very... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that perked him up. It definitely stands out among the other things there. Uh, kind of as you're getting a view to see if anybody you recognize is there, you see people... Varying item after item and luggage off of the ship. uh, And then eventually see kind of a hullabaloo of uh, guards running around looking for something. um, And then...
0: I have no idea what they're...
1: Pulling some of the city guard toward the area to help escort the people uh, to where they're staying.
0: Okay. Daggone it, your sister.
3: (laughs) uh, I'd like to stay within vision distance of the ship but sort of off to the side just trying to assess what's going on
1: okay i think um that would be pretty easy to do with how many uh, people are moving back and forth with their goods that they're bringing into town people who are setting up their camps it would be easy enough for you to just hang out with your wagon for a little while um and watch Uh, as you do go ahead and roll a perception check
3: Uh, 12.
1: Okay. Um, you watch for a little while and it seems like uh, a, a large group of people have left the ship. There's still some activity going on on board, like it's not been completely unmanned or anything. Um, but you haven't spotted, um, anybody in particular that you would recognize.
3: Okay. So, uh, if that's the case, then I'll go ahead and set up camp here. Okay. go into town looking for uh, you know, supplies and whatnot.
1: All right. So you head into town. Um, the first spot into to get into town would be to go to uh, uh, Coastside, which is where all the ramshackle houses and things are. Because that's how you can actually get up mm-hmm. uh, into the uh, Cliffside. You've been here a few times before to trade. This is a really... A good hotspot to to bring your things to auction if you want to sell them that way. Find buyers for things. Uh, You even came here once to have an item appraised uh, by a halfling because there's a lot of expert appraisers and enchanters who live here. It was one you had found um, when your mine connected to an ancient tunnel. Um, uh, And it brought quite a pretty penny when you decided to auction it here. Um, So it's not a place that you're unfamiliar with. About the time uh you head past the harbor and toward um coast side. can you make a perception check? Nat twenty. All right. Uh you see a uh dwarf um cleric with uh um well I don't know how you described yourself, so you could just go ahead and describe.
3: <clears throat> uh so it's uh mainly um, flourished armor, um, shield, uh, basically it's, uh, I've got gray eyes, light brown hair, uh, sorry, light brown skin and brownish red hair, uh, obviously dwarf sized, um, significantly like not middle-aged, but like, uh, young adult, I guess is what you want to say. So like thirties for humans. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically the appearance.
1: Okay. Um, so you see this character walking toward kind of the uh seedier side of town mm-hmm. where you had started your part of the thing that we recorded for we did like a half hour thing with Trixie the other day. Um
0: she needed the practice.
1: And about the the time you see him is, as he's walking past uh the sage's rose just as Dern is uh, exiting it So you see the two of them kind of, you would see Dern kind of come out of the sage's rose, turn to continue walking down cliffside after you've got your your drink and going to look for some supplies to make your journey. Um, And you spot a familiar face, Warden.
3: Hey, Dern!
1: He's just like stunned for a second. (laughs) Come
2: up and punch him in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I said, hey, turn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, hell.
3: What are you doing here? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm here to uh, do a little trading.
2: Oh, well, it's nice to see you.
3: I know, it's been a while. Hi. All the way back to the, to the temple.
2: And he just, his face kind of darkens at the mention of the temple. Hi. Oh. Uh, Bad uh, times? You could see. Oh, I'm glad I left. So what I mean we're,
3: we're, we're corresponding as good friends here, but what okay, do I so what do I know about background? Is um, you and I trained together. I was actually training to be a paladin, ah. um, but uh, towards the end of where we were going to take the oath, you ended up taking the oath to become a paladin. I ended up leaving the temple for what I called personal reasons. Um, so that's where I learned my combat skills and adept to madness mm. magic, and that's when it ended up being uh, a cleric. Is Atalanta a cleric of Atalanta or? Sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, as long as you're
3: (laughs) as long as you're dedicated, (laughs) I'm just, just, you know, just here or there. I'm I'm wishy-washy. Fair enough. (laughs) All right.
2: It's been too long since I've seen you. Uh, I know. What have you been up to? Oh, that right there is a tale for another drink, but I, I don't really have the time for it. Uh,
0: We're about 80 hours of podcast listening. <laughs> right. come right. back
1: mean, and watch the podcast. Maybe if you go to d8night.com. <laughs> no. Um,
0: no, yes, Tritzy, please do Are it.
1: you trying to be in earshot of this or what's... Where are you when you see this happen, that person you saw... Close
0: enough to be able to follow them, but not necessarily within earshot.
1: Okay. Actually, brother.
0: If I catch stuff, then that's bonus.
2: Do you have the time to come in and have a quick drink with me? Oh, I I do. Hey, that's good to hear.
1: I always have time for a quick drink. I guess we go right back inside. (laughs) (laughs) So now, this halfling, who's just uh, cleaned the glass that you left behind. Just tilting back up in her chair, pulling the hat down, sees you and this time another dwarf bust in <laughs> through the door, and she just scrambles to her feet, kind of tries to adjust a, a ratty-looking apron and goes, Adi, you're back already. Aye. I, don't, I haven't I don't, been here. I'll, <laughs> I'll take another ale and one and, for my friend. Uh, you can roll an insight check as she gets a glance at all of your armor as well. <laughs> As you Ten. clang, you, both of you clang inside. No, you just nothing. Like she looks totally happy to see everybody,
2: <laughs> not
1: worried at all. Well, she had one dwarf,
2: now she has two. Business is mm-hmm. looking good.
1: Ah, oh, uh, all right. Um, I suppose uh, you'll be wanting something to eat, something to drink. What? What'll it be, uh, boys? You look like you'd have a, a healthy appetite. I ate on the ship. I'll just take the ale. Okay, another ale it is I'll have a plate all right, uh that's fine uh what what would you pick we've we've mutton or we've got uh deer with with cider or what would you have
3: Oh, let's try the deer
1: deer, okay, uh bring you a bit of deer, and hard cider would be about four silver pieces and I didn't know you were a vegetarian, <laughs> <laughs> so trickly <laughs> as the two of them. Uh, start getting their meals inside. You see the two of them disappear into the sage rose, um from about 50 feet back. Heard that they kind of said, it's been a long time. If you could go ahead and roll a perception check for hearing.
0: 16.
1: You heard bits and pieces of the conversation. Sounds like people who haven't seen each other in a while, but that's about what you picked up from it. And then... Uh, Off they went inside for a drink. What's your plan?
0: Hunker down in a corner for a little while to keep an eye on it, and if I pop out unexpectedly, I won't scare anybody.
1: Inside or
0: outside? Outside. Outside? Because otherwise, if I just appear in the middle of the common room, it would not be good.
1: Go ahead and roll a stealth check at advantage if you want. Yes, I want... Maybe she can go into the privy and hide in there just in case.
2: One Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> huh?
0: Nineteen.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a ruins of a little shack across the street from this uh, sage rose. Looks like it's got two walls left in it. Um, somebody's been pulling wood off of it to burn by the look of the what's left of the shack. And you just kind of find a spot in the shadows over there that it's making to perch yourself for a little bit. Okay. Right. Okay. Looked like you had a realization. Is there something else?
0: Yeah, I I remembered I have spells. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Not that I just spent the time writing them out on little cards.
3: Okay. I wrote out sixteen spells, and I just realized I have spells.
0: (laughs) Josh, six.
2: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm Mike. If you want more of our date night content, I wanted to let you know about our premium episodes that are only available on Podbean or directly at datenightpodcast.com. If you go to our website and click on the Behind the Screens tab, you can become our premium member and get one more episode every month at least. Now, these episodes have alternate GMs, guest crew, and sometimes it's a normal crew, but in different situations other than our main campaign. That's pretty cheap. It's only $2 a month or $20 for the yearly subscription, so you'd save $4 or two months' worth of subscription. It's also a great way to support us and help cover the costs of running the show. So again, click on that Behind the Screens tab over at d8nightpodcast.com to learn more. Or if you're a Podbean listener, you can subscribe directly from there in the mobile app or the desktop site. Now, back to the action.
1: Okay, back to the dwarfs. Uh, so
2: I spend a little bit of time relating to him, like a short uh, summary of short, like short version. getting getting taken by the orcs to Lamosh and breaking not well, not breaking free but getting free and a little bit not not the whole thing. You broke one not, hinge, not all eighty hours of content here. But mm-hmm. so basically,
0: you know. we're trying to save the world, and then I said, "Fuck you guys,"
2: and then <laughs> my mood darkens a little bit because I'm still. I still feel bound by the laws of the temple, because I did take my oath, even though I know he's not going to understand everything about it, you know, just like the, the, the the breaking the law, even though they were sort of minor laws and Mm -hmm. sort of finishing up with, and I still don't know if I've done anything wrong. I mean, I broke the laws, but...
0: But then you abandoned your friends. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> they were all assholes, anyways. They don't <laughs> care about that. But
3: well, I know I think or two about assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not about another the t- uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: That's <outfit laughs> <happening. laughs> <It has laughs> been a long time, eh, Personal reasons, huh?
2: <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I. <laughs> I pretty fine there, darn.
2: Well, this has been a good one, <laughs> shot. Um, no. Uh, I broke the law, and i you know as well as I do the temple's rules about that. But Atalanta, she it's like she was telling me that what I was doing was still the right thing. I, I, I cannot make it work
3: in my head. Well, I know what you mean about doing the right thing. Um, I I guess, I guess we can talk about it now. I, I, the reason why I left the temple, because, uh, I grew up in the mine and, uh, I I had to go back the, uh, the owner who who ran the mine, he, uh, he died and, um, I felt like it was my duty to go back and, and run it the, the way he ran it to make sure that people had good working conditions and, and. Able to make money and put food on the tables, because that—that's that, the way I grew up, and I'd—I'd I'd rather it be me helping them the way they helped me. Hey, I,
2: I just don't know. I know what the temple would say. The temple would say that I've broken my vows and you remember as well as I do what happens to Paladins who break their vows in the mountain but I still feel Atalanta's grace on me is the temple wrong or
3: I don't know I I can't help you with that well but perhaps you could help me while you're here what you need brother I'm looking for someone, um, particularly in this city.
2: Okay, can you narrow it down a bit? (laughs) I found lots of people.
3: There is lots of people, but the only one in particular that I'm concerned about. And uh, it has to do with that large ship that's parked out the front. Oh, aye, I know that one. Yes, the Grey Castles. Aye. Yes, (laughs) I'm looking for the Cayman.
2: You're looking for who now? Cayman. Cayman Greycastle. All right. Who's he?
3: <laughs> He's not one of mine. I know
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: no. He. Uh, um, let's just say I, ha- I have uh, I have to speak to him. All right. What's he look like? I
2: remember the Greycastles were humans, right? I. Uh, all right. So we're looking for tall people. <laughs> that should be easy. <laughs> yes, but to us, they're all tall
3: people. <laughs> oh, well, that makes it easier. <laughs> you want to. Describe him.
1: Sure. Um, Cayman. Your voice changed, brother. Uh, I, I came in. He's a <laughs> tall fella, like you say. Uh, he's got uh, kind of salt and peppery hair, dreamy eyes. <laughs> uh, oh,
3: that sounds that like know. a great
1: castle, right there. The, uh, Bit of
3: an asshole. <laughs> he's got a, <laughs> yep.
1: a thick, uh, bushy uh, mustache. Uh, Hasn't gone the full dwarf, you understand? No beard. Why? Uh, Disgrace. It's It's like a lady beard. And uh, (laughs) his face (laughs) on on one side of his mouth kind of droops to the side, old injury. Um, Probably wearing finery like he would. The gray castle crest usually probably wouldn't be too far from him, so. Let people know who he is. He, he's that type, you understand. Oh, I <laughs> I'm done being <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> that, that shouldn't be too hard. Uh, is he still on the dock? Do you know?
3: Uh, I, watched the, I watched the ship. I saw things come off and go on. I never saw him. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's on the ship or if he's already cut off before I got here. Uh, I really don't know. That's why I need to find him. well.
2: Two dwarves are better than one, I suppose. Always. Hey.
3: Two dwarves are better than two humans. (laughs) 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 So I guess I eat his
2: food and we can go.
1: So they're in there a while because they eat some food. Mm -hmm. Around half an hour after they're in there, you find yourself able to see your uh, wings in front of you again. Um, so looks like your invisibility has dropped. Yes. Um, any change of plans or anything?
0: I would probably, being as it's been a while, I would probably go in and try and get a bite of food and just.
1: Okay. You pop in, uh, looks like, uh, one dwarf's finishing up his a meal of, of deer and, and hard cider, and the other one's had a few tankards of ale. Um, and they're the only two inside having a bite, and there's a, a halfling woman uh, kind of over in the side who looks over at you and says, Hi, is there anything I can get you?
0: Make an inside check. <laughs> Just a small bite to eat.
1: Yeah, you don't look like you could eat a whole lot, do you, dearie? Uh, let's see. Um, got a, a little bit of, uh, deer. We've got a a little bit of deer. We've got a little bit of mutton. Um, We've breads.
0: I guess a little bit of deer would be fine.
1: All right. Um, be four silver pieces, and I'll be out in. Oh, it's it's in the pot, so I'll just go make your plate for you. Thank you. And she goes, kind of ducks into a, a little door on the side and into a small room in the back where it looks like she's got a, a, a hearth. Comes back out with your food, puts it down. Uh, sitting at one of the only maybe four or five tables uh, in the place other than what's at the bar, unless that's where you are there. You guys were at the bar, you said, right? Does you want to sit up there with them.
0: I don't know if I'm tall enough to get on those stools. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, it's a halfling place, so you probably would be.
0: Oh, well, I, I do have wings. So I could flutter myself.
1: It's not very... I mean, the things here look like they're mostly for halflings. The dwarfs look actually a little big on the stools.
2: That's a first rate. <laughs> <laughs> I would still probably have <laughs> to
0: flap my wings to give myself a boost if okay. I were to sit there. All right.
1: So, holy crap! What was that? <laughs> wrap up your meal as a little owling comes in and perches herself on a stool. Order some food. What's what's the plan?
2: What time is it?
1: Um, it's probably
0: oh, it's about two forty. p.m.
1: yeah, between lunch and and supper time, like uh three p.m. something like that. So we're day drinking. This is a good start. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: always. Hey.
1: <laughs> So I suppose
2: we should go look for your 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 gray castle there.
3: Yeah. I, oh yeah. I guess we could try the ship first. It's closer. Hey, couldn't hurt.
1: All right. All right. So I guess you could roll a perception check.
0: Darn, that's right on the edge. Ten.
1: You hear... Clang, clang, creak, creak, as the stools. on I'm sitting like five away. feet away from them. And you hear them talking. Yeah, we could have we we a, little bit of, I a little bit of. <laughs> We've gone Irish. <laughs> I can't do Scottish. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so,
3: We've gone yeah, you hear
1: them kind of say
0: something. <laughs> oh, well, I did I did, I did
1: we drink, the more Irish <laughs> <our> <laughs> <incentives>. <laughs> And then off they go. <laughs> Off they go. <laughs> Roll for Lucky Charms. <laughs> as you're a few bites into your meal. I'd like a blue moon, please. All right, so you guys head outside, uh, start walking uh, down the alleyways in uh, Cliffside, and head toward, or not Cliffside, uh, Coastside, and head over to uh, where the harbor is.
3: Clang, clang. Yeah,
1: clang. clanging as you go. Clunk, clunk, clang, clang. Um, you just hanging out and finishing your food?
0: I'll scarf it down because that's what owls do anyways.
1: That's true. You, you can eat it again later. <laughs> Tune in next time for more biology Why? lessons. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: heads outside, pecks some rocks. And- All right. I'm an owl. And I don't know what other birds
1: do. I just you following her?
0: It Ooh. should not be hard to follow clang, 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 no, clang. It, it's
1: not, but you just try not to be seen or just don't care.
0: At this moment, I don't care because I, it's crowded. All right,
1: just walking around, and
0: I'm shorter than everything else.
1: So the owling still at <laughs> the first you see occasionally, um, but it doesn't stand out particularly in this place because there's so many um, different types of people. But you make your way over to the harbor. It's a twenty minute walk or so that way. A number of ships there. Uh, people selling fish at a, a market. Um. Clams, shrimp, um, also some just general traders who look like they're unloading and bringing stuff not to the the seaside market, but further into town. Uh, that have brought it in on ships, and the and the big great castle, uh ship is there too. Oh, look at that! Somebody's uh, compensating for something.
3: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, not me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, no, of course not. So,
2: do we see, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Cayman. Again. Cayman. Do you yeah. see Cayman?
1: Uh, you can, while you're kind of sitting around uh, waiting, you can make perception checks if you want. Two. <laughs> sorry, twelve. my wisdom's negative one. One. <laughs> one and twelve.
3: Yes.
1: Um... Darn, you're, you're looking at the wrong ship for the moment. <laughs> There's a glare coming off the armor. <laughs> uh. You gotta just stare it out. Darn, turn around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: there it is. You see, it looks like it's mostly um, crew of the ship wandering around. It doesn't look like they're waiting on anybody. It looks like they'd be probably a little more in ship shape if uh, any of the nobles were around but it looks like they're kind of doofing off a little bit with each other and letting off some steam. Do you uh, think we should go ask?
2: Well, we could try. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you just need him, him
1: for some trading, right? Correct. All right, let's go ask. All right. <laughs> playing, playing, playing across to the uh, dock. I'm running. <laughs> right next to I should have bought some, like, pie plates or something from... Right next coconuts. to a, a pretty wide... Um, Actually, carpeted gangplank that's coming down off the flagship to the dock here. Um, and one of the sailors walks over to the edge when he sees you walk over, and do you go up the gangplank or? No, we'll stop at the bottom It'll,
2: It'll be respectful.
1: Just sees you stop down at, there at the bottom and kind of leans over the rail. He's like, "Oi, what? Are, what is it? It's Kevin here." <laughs> no, that old stuff. Uh, uh, no, he's um, he's gone in the town proper he's not gonna stay uh on board here any longer than he has to is he uh he's gone up so far as i know he's gone to clifftop do you happen to know where he's staying on clifftop um hold on a second Cherry. yeah where's the big man staying you know yeah uh he's at the uh i think he's at the hellhound
2: Hellhound, hellhound.
1: Yeah, uh, flying hellhound up in, uh, in uh, Clifftop. Uh, only the best, you know, only the best for the master. Hey, what are you hauling? Mostly just um, him. He's here uh, business of some sort or another. He comes here fairly often. It's an awful big ship for one man. He won't ride on none of the other ships. Uh, he says he got this one. So, you know, if they can't pull him around, what's the point in having it? Goalbaker, Colby go home. <laughs> um, can't say as I know, but I can suspect. that uh, You've been a good lad. Thank you. <laughs> All
2: right, you too. Well, you want to go to Clifftop? Oh, of course. That ain't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, walk past the outling who's walking behind
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess keeping distance a little bit. Who's that? <laughs> um, what was when they went that way? Were you just kind of following still, or <laughs> she stops and looks around awkwardly, like, oh. <laughs> pulls out <down> a newspaper. <laughs> 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 you could roll a perception check since they were shouting oh, to she's, each other. She's Look here.
3: This direction, and even turns if you her kind head of the far direction. back.
1: Look here.
0: Can I be guy? at advantage since they were shouting?
1: I mean, you're still near the ocean and stuff, so probably not.
0: Can I come closer and roll again?
1: Not... F- well, how close did you want to be when all this was happening?
0: Well, there's lots of people around. I could just be walking through and looking at the sights. There's,
1: I mean, they went out onto the dock to this oh. ship by themselves. So that's what I'm wondering if you went behind them.
0: How long is this dock?
1: It's a big ship, so it's... It was a little haul to get out there. Okay, that it's makes dying, sense. That explains dying, my dying. 10. Yeah. You just hear the ocean, the clanging, the dock kind of (laughs) knocking against uh, uh, the side of the ship.
0: It's a muffled...
1: (laughs) No more Irish. It's a big (laughs) enough dock that they could actually dock a three-masted flagship without getting into little dinghies and rowing the people in. So it's a serious part of the harbor. Probably would have been really expensive to even dock there. So it doesn't Frank, look like they so have them. they don't have too many of those um that go out that far and would have the capacity to have a full ship come into town. But a few as they unload trade supplies and things. But you don't really hear you see them holler up to the uh sailors on top of Cayman's ship, turn back around and start heading the direction that they <laughs> were before <laughs> back toward um coastside. Okay. All right. So you pass the Owling <laughs> <again>. <laughs> as you get back on the ship. She's looking out toward Hi. the, the flagship.
2: No, I think it's a different one. Oh, okay.
1: I <laughs> the same to me. Hi. Yeah, so the only way to get up to... Don't decline. Unless you go all the way kind of around, um, they have these <clears throat> basically pulley-type elevators in the side of the cliff where you get on this big platform. It's got kind of a, a cage built around it. Um and they have uh mules that pull the other side of it and pull people up to either the uh cliffside district, which is actually a bunch of like ladders and things built onto the side of the cliff to get from building to building. Um but it can also take you all the way up uh clifftop where some of the fancier Um, structures are. Dern is visibly uncomfortable at this prospect. Yeah, so you get over there, there's just a little uh, halfling who's standing near the um, uh, elevator, which is down at the current moment uh, there, and he says, "Hi, well, you didn't need to go up. Oh, I,
2: why could you just built into the perfectly good mountain? Why'd you have to build
1: outside of it? Well, I mean, some of the houses go down a little, a wee bit further. All right, let's get this over with. If you're uncomfortable taking this up to the top. I mean, I'm
2: uncomfortable with how.
1: How far are you going? To the top. I'm afraid this is the only way to get to the top. If you're just going to the cliffside, um, you could take the inside stairs, but they don't go all the way we got to go all the way up. It will be a lot if you're going to take the inside stairs to cliffside and take their outside stairs to the top. Uh, that's probably a little more hairy than taking the elevator.
2: Take the elevator. He just goes in like the back and kind of clenches <laughs> down and closes his eyes. Tell me when it's over. Don't uh, worry,
3: Darren. I've done it several times. All right. You uh, a madman. <laughs> he
1: kind of has a little bit of a limp. He limps over to where the mules are and starts prodding them to come forward. They've worn a muddy kind of mess in front of them from going back and forth, and they move the elevator up with this, like, jerking motion that makes it stop, start, crunch up against the wall a little bit, and then move up a little bit further.
0: Roll a wisdom save. <laughs> Roll a charisma check.
1: Seven. So Dird asking, are we almost there? As you're about eight feet up off the ground. We've been on this for hours. <laughs> and a good five minutes or so later of pure terror for Dern. Are we there yet? You Are we, we there yet? Please <laughs> tell me there. Up to the top where the thing moves away from the cliffside because it goes up a little bit further so that you can get out. Swings <laughs> in toward... um. Uh, the actual land then swings kind of mm. back out over mm. the uh, open space, and eventually comes back to rest over the um, top of the cliff top. Poof! <laughs> Down onto the ground there.
3: Where there?
1: Well, I guess it wouldn't <laughs> go onto the ground. It just kind of moves so that it's parallel, so you can step off. Maybe a little bit of space of uh, that you have to. That's a long move way over. for a
3: door from your legs. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Um, you go ahead and get off. Of heaves himself. <laughs> and you're, you're in the clifftop district. Um,
0: Once I saw okay. they went on the elevator, I would have flown up.
1: Yeah, you're ahead of them.
0: And then hidden in a corner.
1: Easily. Okay, roll a stealth check. And the two you can roll perception checks. I had my eyes closed
2: the whole time. Yeah.
0: 14, and I was thinking about possibly doing Silent Image, hiding in a corner someplace. Okay. It doesn't matter.
3: I got a seven.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Good. Around that time, uh, Worden, you remember the halfling was pulling your leg a little bit. There's plenty of ways like you could walk up inside the mountain instead of going up on the thing. But uh, I don't know if that was something you were hiding from Dern or just weren't thinking about at the time. Or hey, delighting time in we'll his... Go down through the mountain. There's
2: another way.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck that halfling. <laughs> but it might need to kick his arse on the way back. <laughs> He's just down 300 feet below. <laughs> what is <it> be? <laughs> no. He was only pulling a wee leg. Tiny Tim got really dark. <laughs> he just wanted your uh, mm-hmm. the five copper he got for pulling the elevator. Yeah. Um, uh, at the peak of the cliff... Uh, you can see a long, lush stretch of land with high dollar ends that overlook the ocean. There's a big auction house uh, up here as well, with a um, a huge sign on it, um, and it also looks like an outside kind of auction area, not too dissimilar to what you saw in Silver's blessing, as kind of like a staging area to bring in a bunch of supplies and and have auctions on. Um, but there's also a big interior section and kind of like a building um, that's kind of like an L-shaped structure um, around the courtyard where it looks like they have the outside auctions. Uh, there's a a very um, simple town hall type structure, um, looks like it's fairly busy outside of it with a fountain um, and gardens. Um, there's a Nicer uh, halfling hole built into a small hill up here on the top that looks like uh, it's a lot fancier than anything built into the side. Um, There is what looks like an exit coming up out of the ground, not too far away. Uh, You didn't really see it until somebody walked out of it and then started walking into town. Um, And way uh, in the distance on the other side of Clifftop, you can see a small um, a small hill with uh, some really large, like, ancient trees on top of it, um, and hippogriffs uh, roosted among them up there. That's about what, what you can see in Clifftop when you get up there.
2: Hmm. Well, you think maybe
3: in? uh, the inn in? It's at the flying
2: hell, right? Aye. Yeah, let's go. Cool. Is there, like, a Disneyland-looking sign around here that says, this way to flying hellhound? This is hell where home? you are?
1: Uh, no, but you're kind of... When you came up on the um, elevator, you're kind of almost on the end of town. Like, that's on the, the right end of town, and the hippogriff roost is on the left end of town, kind of bookending it. So, kind of only one way you could really go and uh, start looking. The... It's weird The all the large things that, like, could be inns are up against the cliff, like, so they can see out to the ocean. Like, this is the, uh, not seaside, but, like, if you were going to rent a place, right, this is where you would want to rent because you'd have we're a great view of the view. ocean. Yeah. Behind them are houses. They're not slapdash or anything like the ones down below, but it looks like just, you know, where people who maybe work up here um, other types of people who live around here live behind those ends. Um, but they look mostly residential with a little, uh, marketplace back behind it. But all the big structures like the town hall and things all are near the edge of the cliff.
2: Let's go that way.
1: So you walk past, um, you get a little closer to that one halfling house. Uh, you see that it's, uh, set aside for the mayor, um, you do see a bunch of people gathered at the town hall um, where they're uh, actually a bunch of people moving around in the courtyard setting up like big bells um, on top of... Uh, I'm getting
2: flashbacks of Grease Wizard <laughs> right now. On,
1: uh, uh, I want a lifetime's worth of bells. <laughs> like this big, uh, long, um, like cedar hole that they're bringing them out on and there's a whole bunch of people kind of hauling them out uh, and somebody directing them to like lift it into place over this long stretch that is right near the edge of the cliff. Um, You walk kind of between that uh, and the town hall as you go. Can we see what's going on in the town hall? Yeah, sure. Um, Just going to There's just a bunch of people walking around in front. They're not having
3: like a meeting or anything?
1: No, it looks like they're setting up stuff. Like there's that. There's people setting up. looks like um, some sort of tents um, in the courtyard in front of the town hall. And then behind the town hall, it looks like they're putting together some kind of like a stage or something. Um, But you could ask and just anybody who's working on it.
3: Oh, you're not from in town, are you? No, I come in every now and then.
1: Oh well, today uh, we're setting up for um, the Feast of the Bells, which we'll be having uh, day after tomorrow. Um, you're welcome to come up here. You can buy uh, you can buy one meal, or you can you can buy the whole day. Many many people who who live here in town uh, celebrate it at home in their own way. But basically, a bell rings and we eat. It's a good day. That's.
2: Greatest holiday I've ever heard in my life.
1: Can we ring the bell multiple times? Aye, Aye we ring the bell about every hour throughout the day, and yeah, uh, every hour. That's I, at least he tries to count on his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and That's at uh, least six hours. <laughs> <laughs> people celebrate, uh, you know, in different ways. Some some folk have tea and uh, cakes at certain hours, and uh, up here at the in the uh, town hall. uh, and and nearby, uh, many of the people who uh, work here, the mayor and uh, some other folk who, who want to uh, pay for the meals, uh, come in. Again, they buy one feast or they buy the whole day different things at different hours. And all the money helps uh, You know, us keep things afloat here in the town. It's one of the ways we uh, do a little bit of fundraising and everybody has a nice time. Uh,
3: and you said that was a day and a half?
1: Yeah, it's the day after tomorrow. Okay. So I feel free to come back if you like. All right, thank you. Okay. <clears throat> um, so that's what they're setting up for. So I
3: guess we'll continue working to try and find the uh, hellhound.
1: Sure. Uh, you make it to even a very nice district all up here. There's a couple of fine shops uh, around it. Um. And it stands next to a really fancy, uh, really fancy home that's just uh, kind of tall and narrow, taking up not too much of the real estate here, but has a very, uh, a very good view uh, of the ocean. Uh, it's a big brick building um, that stands there with the sign outside that says the Flying Hellhound, and it's just got this uh, looks more like a jumping dog with like flames coming out of its mouth.
3: I guess the Flying Hellhound sounds better than the Jumping jumping Dog.
1: They went quite literal, (laughs) didn't they? The Jumping Crisp Dog. (laughs) All right. Um, Go inside. There's uh, finely made thick wood tables on top of, like, wrought iron stands. A collection of a couple magical weapons uh, hanging up over the hearth. Uh, There's a... Um, a young elf girl who's greeting you at the door, uh, as you come in. Ah. You're, um, going to be here for a meal or to stay or...
3: Oh, actually... Would, would you like
1: somebody to take your armor? We don't, we don't allow, um... I know you look like men of the, the plate, um... But we don't allow, don't uh, kind of warn blade. you to wear your weapons in, in the lobby. We'd be happy to, to stow them for you until you come back, uh, downstairs. Oh, um.
3: It's my hammer. Oh, it, it's uh, okay. Uh, I know a guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right.
3: So, uh, he's, uh, let's sketch out real quick. He's a servant who works in the Flying hellhound, and he, uh. Okay. Probably
1: get us in the back door. Okay. <clears throat> so you go back out the front. Yeah. He's got a Jerry's thing. Got his hand like ready to take off all his. Life. Oh, we're leaving. <laughs> he knows this area, so we're doing a thing where he can know he oh. can know a guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so
3: I have a special talent called I know a guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which basically means I sketch out an NPC that will help us move this, the story along, and he moves the story along. All right then.
1: So you go around to the back. Go ahead and roll a charisma check. Oh, that's not a good charisma <laughs> check. Six. All right. So you go around the back and there's this kind of bus boy type who walks out the back. He's a um, dragonborn kind of uh, green colored scales wearing just a, uh, an apron, bare chested underneath it, pair of leather pants um, with tail sticking out the back. And you see him dumping some stuff into the uh, dumpster out there. So you get it. What? I guess you can come up with a name. You could come up with the whole NPC for. But I guess I did this one next. Paul, you could. You want Paul, Paul the Dragon Boy.
2: You want to be Paul? <laughs> hey, Paul! <laughs>
1: oh,
3: shit, <laughs> Warden. Hi, remember that time I helped you out? Yeah, and
1: remember the other times I helped you out because you helped me out?
3: Yes, but that's inconsequential. It wasn't to me, and it's why I'm working here now. Look, look, I I just need you to leave the door unlocked on your way back in.
2: Mm. No, I don't no mind. We can go back in the front. Uh, trust me. This feels very non-paladony, but okay. <laughs> um...
1: Well, make it worth my while a little bit.
3: Say three three gold?
1: Sure. All right. He takes the three gold. <sighs> just give me a couple minutes. I, I'm out of here soon, okay? All right. This is my... I just have to dump this, and then I can pack up. All right, so he goes back inside glances over at you as he goes in the door sticks a little brick in it to keep it open and walks inside
2: all right shall we i'm the worst paladin
3: ever <laughs> I'm not doing anything wrong that's, that's debatable <laughs> all right let's just just go
0: Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting D8NightPodcast.com.